Welcome to the Rhonda Conger Show. It's a thing. You have to know that I'm so glad you're here. Grab a pen and paper. I'm here to fill your tank. Let's go. I've decided, I think one of my favorite traits is when people are not afraid to reach out and learn from other people. Like you see someone doing something, you love what they're doing, or you you want something similar. So you you reach out and you say, hey, can I have a cup of coffee? Or you email them and ask for tips or whatever it is. You text them. And this happened to me the other day, and I loved it. I loved that this human reached out, asked me a million questions while he was on the hunt to figure out what he wanted to do. I get that quite a bit. Not as not as much as I guess I would think that I would get. So so hold on. But I do get it a fair amount and I love. And sometimes it's a 15-minute Zoom call. Uh, maybe it's a cup of coffee. Maybe it's an email and I'll send you my five or six tips. Uh, maybe it's in person. But I try to always say yes because I admire that skill in humans. And so before I dive into what that skill is that he wanted help with, because I love that topic as well, this is just a friendly reminder to all the better humans out there that if you want to learn something new and someone else is already doing it, will you reach out to them today? You email them, text them, call them. And I don't even care at what level. I don't know if you under if you understand, but I've been able to make some amazing relationships with people that are just way successful and amazing humans and famous on, on national levels. And you would think, oh, they're never going to take my call or they're never going to take my email. And they do. They do. They do. They do. In my opinion, that's one of the reasons why I've become such good friends with Darren Hardy over the years. You know, the list is long that I could share with you that these amazing humans that I can consider to be friends of mine now because I reached out, right? To ask questions, to learn, right? Like, I, I can't even tell you, like you've got Benjamin Hardy, who if you don't know who that is, please go track him down. He is amazing. Kevin Hall, another friend of mine, an author, but a very high level, right? Sean Aker, same thing. John Gordon, like I'm trying to give you big examples because I think sometimes we think all these people are way out there and untouchable, but if if they're doing what you love and if they're smart and amazing and have something to share with you and they're sharing it with the world means that they want to share it with you too. Does that make sense? So here's what I hope for you today. If you want a little piece of like, you know, homework, then I would say if there's someone out there that you admire locally, nationally, whatever it is, right? On a social platform, I don't care. Will you like reach out to them, DM them, go on LinkedIn, find their email, whatever it is. We're all accessible. Let's be honest. Get their Insta handle. I don't care. Whatever it is. And will you reach out and say, hey, I would love to, you know, spend 15 minutes with you on this. I would love to learn this from you. Do you have any advice for this? You fill in the blank for me because I have no idea what you're on the hunt for. I think that we take it for granted or we think it's not an option. And man, is it an option. So to all of you humans that have reached out to me and I've been able to connect, God bless. Just hear me clapping. I love it so much. So recently, the question that was asked of me, if I would have a cup of coffee and I said, yes, absolutely, uh, was this. 
how did you get your start in speaking? I love that question. And maybe some of you on this podcast that are listening are interested in speaking as well. Maybe it's kind of been on on your mind or you've thought about it, or maybe you've seen myself speak or someone else and think, well, I can do that. I want to do that. Well, let me just walk you through my view on speaking. It's not the only view, know that, my view and how it worked for me. And I think everyone, uh, is on this journey a little bit different. And so everyone's journey is going to feel and look a little bit different. And we all need to kind of tweak and adjust accordingly. With me, this is what I would tell you. It definitely happened organically. I've never been afraid to speak in public. I've never been afraid to speak to others. So just know that's not a fear that I have had or have have. So that definitely was in my favor. Uh, But here's what I'll tell you. When you are passionate about a topic, if you are knowledgeable, and if you like to give and share, you probably have within you some sort of DNA that says that maybe you should be a speaker, right? But you need to vet that out. I read this article a a bajillion years ago, and I loved it. And basically, it says the only way you're going to know if you're good or have potential at speaking is to do 50 free ones right out of the gate. So you want to find 50 venues that will take you like everybody and anybody. And you don't care about audience. You don't care about anything. All you want to do is practice your craft. Again, I'll go back to that happened a little bit organically for me in the sense that because of the industry that I am in uh, and, and, and my you know, my knowledge level and all the different areas and all those type of things is that I would get asked to speak at, you know, kind of local, like a realtor function, um, you know, a building association, right? A chamber event, all those type of things kind of naturally within, you know, your sphere. And maybe you could go one step further down. Let's just say, obviously, uh, being a leader for many, 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 many years, you know, I was always speaking in front of large groups within my own teams, within my own company. So let's just say that's the first layer. So that just kind of happens naturally. So if you find yourself that you're already doing this naturally, wonderful. Okay. And then if you want to see, if you kind of want to test the waters, then I always say the next layer should be all kind of like all those organizations around you that you should naturally be speaking to all those ones I just listed. And what you're doing is you're testing your message, you're testing your audience reaction, you're testing your energy level, your passion towards it. Does it feel good? Does it feel right? Are people asking you to speak again? And, and that was really how mine took off. And and I love it. And I'm, I'm very blessed is that, you know, I'd speak and then all of a sudden we'd get an email, you know, within days that says, is there any way you would speak to this company? I was in your audience and I'd like you to come speak to this team or this organization. And that's what I want you to think about is that success leaves tracks. And so if you are passionate and you love what you do and you're up there and you're sharing great things and and, and things that people want, then other people are going to find out and other people are going to ask you and it's just going to grow that way. Again, though, you have to start by, I want you to literally, this would be my one rule for you is if you want to take this seriously, is that you do 50 
You do 50 speaking engagements. I don't care how big or small, if it takes you a year, if it takes you two years, whatever it takes you, three years, I don't care. But when you do that 50, remember, it's about you testing your craft. It's about you making sure that you actually want to do this. Because I'm telling you, it's wonderful and it's amazing and I love it, but it's work. It's work. And then you also have to be open to that not everyone's going to want to hear your message. Not everyone's going to drink the Kool-Aid. Not everyone's going to believe. I've had some audiences that are amazing and delicious and I love them all. And it's interesting. And then there's some that I'm like, oh boy, that was a rough crowd. Not sure if they were open to that message or ready for that message. And so it's kind of interesting. I always tell myself, there's someone in this room who needs this today. I know it else I wouldn't be here. So hopefully at least one comes away with something that touches their head, their heart, their mind. So the one thing I've realized with speaking is that if you set your expectations too high on what's going to happen right out of the gate, so let's just say you're saying, I'm amazing, I want to be a speaker, I'm going to start booking events that have thousands of people and I'm going to get paid thousands of dollars. I personally don't believe that it works that way. I personally believe that you have to try, adjust, learn, and put yourself out there. So that you get, you know, really good with every speaking engagement. And then what happens is, like I said, referrals start to come. You get more speaking engagements. You get asked back again. Those are all signs of success. And then you build it from there. I loved all of his questions. Uh, I'm going to throw one of his last ones in. I thought it was fun was he said to me, do you, um, did you do the boots on purpose so that everyone, uh, would remember you because you know everyone talks about your boots. I thought that was funny. Uh, no, no, I did not. And that's where I think you know that you'll have success. Authentic people, people who, you know, who they are who they say they are, they do what they say they do, they act how they, right, what they talk about, is uh, I've loved boots from the beginning of time. I blame my mother. Uh, she always wore them. Uh, I've always worn them. It's, it's a love. It's a passion of mine. If, if that's what I'm known for, God bless. But my boots are about me showing up as my authentic self. Is It's what make, brings me great joy. Uh, it, it literally, uh, I think it's funny that he said that. I don't know if I've told the story. It always makes me giggle. I'm in a furniture store in Boise. This was last year and I was buying a new mattress with my husband and all of a sudden a lady screamed behind us uh, and all I heard was, oh my God, it's the boot lady. <laughs> so maybe he wasn't wrong in the sense that Maybe people leave my, my speeches and my presentations and they come away that I am the boot lady. So I love that story. But here's, here's, here's the main message with that. Be you. Be you. The gentleman I met with that day had a wonderful suit on. Most men don't wear suits, let's be honest, in this day and age. His, spook, his suit was spectacular. And I said, why don't you become the suit guy? Is this who you are authentically? Or did you just put the suit on for me? And he says, well, no, this is who I am. This is how I dress. And I'm like, then be that guy. Be that guy. Be who you are. Show up as your authentic self. Share your passion and share your knowledge. And people will want to learn from you. Because that's when it's really, really good. That's when you know that you've hit something really, really good. So that's my spiel on if you want to be a speaker. And, you know, there's a part of me that really wants you to be, if, if you love it and it motivates you and inspires you and you're excited to share, I'm going to tell you that we need you. We need you. If you're doing it because you think you're going to make a million dollars and it's going to be the easiest thing you do and people are just going to line up, maybe, maybe, but you know what? I, I'm just, 
I've just come to the absolute realization that everything that's really, really good in my life has taken a lot of energy and passion and work. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And I hope you are too, because in order for life to be really good, we have to put in ourselves, our energy, our time, our love, our passion, right? The work, be okay with the failures, be okay with adjusting and trying and tweaking and learning. That's when we know that we've got this day right, that we've got this life right. I've loved hanging with you today. I wanted you, I thought it was a great question that he asked me. And I, of course, had to share, who do I think of? Who do I think of when I think, who do I have to share this with? I have to share this with all of you. Because I have no doubt that some of you have been thinking about speaking. Or maybe some of you have been thinking about writing. I love it all. Because remember, I love you. Be great, be great, be great. Thanks for tuning into the Rhonda Conger Show. Do you want to keep growing and getting better? course you do. Head on over to rondaconger.com. Don't you dare put an H in that name. R-O-N-D-A-C-O-N-G-E-R.com. I hope that you'll dive into my four books. Yes, I said four. Better Human, Better Thinking, You Go First, and my newest book, Leading Through Extraordinary Times. I love that you are listening. I love that you want to grow. I hope that you go out there and you get more. Let's go. We need you.